Welcome to M3 Minutes, the podcast where we explore the latest trends, strategies, and topics in hospitality. I'm Haley Wolf, and today we have an insightful discussion lined up for you, focusing on the invaluable best practices and strategies in payroll and HR management, tailored specifically for hospitality. Representing M3 and your dedicated host, Christy Ingram, will be leading the conversation. Joining her from Inova Payroll are two exceptional experts, Melanie Crow, Senior Vice President of Sales Enablement, and Mary Leverage, the Executive Vice President of HR Experts. Together, they will shed light on the most effective approaches to revolutionize your payroll and HR operations in the realm of hospitality. Take it away, Christy. Thanks, Haley. Before we get started today, I want to say thank you to you both for being here to let our listeners in on some good old payroll strategies and practices for the hospitality industry. Before we dive in, let's do a brief introduction so our listeners can get to know you. Melanie, I know you've been on the podcast before. How about you get us started? You know, I always enjoy being a guest on M3 Minutes. Um, I have been working with you guys for quite some time and uh, really as long as I have been with the company and even longer. uh, And I've been at ANOVA for 12 years, uh, been in this industry for 40. So sorry, but I told on myself as far as my age. Uh, But you know, over that time, I have worked closely with M3 and hospitality clients. And I'll tell you, I have learned so many of the ins and outs of hospitality. And there are many. Uh, So, you know, I I really am excited to share some of the HR strategies with your listeners today. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. So, Mary, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. I'm Mary Leverage. I'm the Executive Vice President at Inova Payroll, and I actually head up our HR assist uh, called HR Experts Division at Inova. And we help clients with some of their HR issues, as well as uh, managing our HR technology. Um, and I'll have to say a lot of my clients are in the in the hospitality industry. So I have a pretty good bird's eye view in some of their uh, some of their unique challenges. So hopefully I can be helpful. Brilliant. And I'm sure you will. So let's go ahead and jump into our conversation and start by discussing the unique challenges and complexities faced by the hospitality industry in terms of payroll and HR management. From the ANOVA side, what are you seeing for this currently? Yeah, great question. Hospitality, of course, we all know is an industry that's all about service. So we see organizations that are stressing how important this is and thus more effort needs to be focused on running the property and being able to see data as it happens. It doesn't stop with a guest experience today. Staff experience is also very important. Today's workforce is technology hooked, meaning Mm -hmm. if they can't do something over a mobile device, such as a tablet or a smartphone, when they want it, problems will arise where employees become disengaged and are at risk. Managers and GMs, likewise, uh, need to have on-the-go solutions that allow them to get to be out and doing the things that they need to be doing over the properties. Managers and GMs likewise need to have on-the-go solutions that allow them to be out doing the things they need to be doing versus having to go to an office and get logged into a payroll HR system. We're also seeing that there are there is more turnover in the HR role within these organizations. 
Thus, when HR leaves, knowledge goes with them. So technology can help keep things running until a decision can be made on how they're going to move forward. Yep, those are really good points, Melanie. A couple of other things that I've noticed um, that uh, have impacted how how the industry is is using their HR and, and payroll uh, technology and resources. Um, they're also being impacted by the online booking tools, which make prediction of, of staff requirements a lot more difficult um, because people are booking their, their, their stays immediately and then showing up within a few hours. Um, so finding tools to be able to predict those um, necessary staffing requirements has become super important. Um, and as Melanie said, the workforce, not just the HR workforce, but the workforce in general has become what we call less loyal. So they'll, they're fluid. They'll move from one job to another if things look better at, enough, at another uh, property across the street. So we all have to find ways to, to manage those challenges um, in this ever-changing world that we're living in. For sure. With all the challenges that hospitality faces with payroll and HR management, can you highlight the importance of efficient payroll and HR practices for the success of hospitality businesses? And what about that role of technology in streamlining, streamlining these processes? Well, sure. Um, I'll tell you some of the things that we've seen um, based on some of the things I just mentioned is, is the need to uh, have a higher level of prediction of staffing requirements. Um, you've got to be able to staff them. You've got to be able to schedule them. And then obviously you've got to be able to pay them. Um, some of the things that we've seen that are becoming much more um, important in the industry are things like an online recruitment tool and not just having a portal on your on your website. Nowadays, these these recruitment tools have to be integrated integrated with job boards because that way employees, regardless of where they are, can log on and, and apply for a job and they can get hired quickly. Um, and after you hire them, using an electronic onboarding process is super important. Uh, these employees, uh, you, they can sometimes complete their onboarding before they even leave the house and get there for their first day. So you've got them in, on the floor instead of in your office filling out paperwork. Um, you know, so, so those things are really important, getting employees from, from the applicant stage to inside the property doing work. Um, but then also once they get hired, um, using different sorts of data analytics to to manage that their performance to sometimes even be able to predict turnover. So it's amazing how the industry is changing and, and technology is is really prevalent in, in how we're managing those changes. Good points, Mary. Um, you know, one of the things that also goes along with that is uh, the role of being able to get reports just upon demand. Uh, that's, you know, part of the, the good parts of a system that are really easy to use and they're very robust. And as Mary mentioned, the analytics uh, is really the thing that is coming to the future. And uh, you got to have a system that gives you some really good data based off of facts and not guesswork. Correct. Data is the keys to the kingdom, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so now that we know some of the challenges that the industry faces, let's start to explore the best practices in payroll and HR management for the hospitality industry. Mary, what would you say is the ideal strategy to implement when it comes to payroll and HR management? 
Well, uh, first of all, you've got to assess your current processes. Um, you know, you can't you can't improve or change anything unless you know what you're currently doing. And in this industry, as we all know, sometimes that can be a very difficult thing because you probably have multiple properties at different locations in different states. So finding a way to really see what you're doing and, and understand who's doing what is critical. And then once you kind of develop that assessment, figuring out how you can change it or 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 even create a whole new process, because you know you've got to be willing to um, to acknowledge your not only your strengths but your weaknesses too. And sometimes you may not have the expertise to actually make those decisions and and to decide what is the best way to move forward and the best way to change your processes. So we have a, a group at Anova that can come in and help you with those decisions um, and create those policies and pre procedures going going forward. Um, but one thing that's super important in all of this is making sure you have a consistent process in place. Um, you don't want a property at, in um, you know, California doing something different than a property in Kansas, um, although they do have different policies and procedures they have to follow. So, uh, so what's unique about the hotel industry and the hospitality industry is you have to be what I like to call same but different. So the processes are the same, but at the same time, the policies that are being implemented in different places have to be able to be fluid and have to match that particular property. So once you've done that, not only does it um, you know, reduce your risk of, of litigation, re reduce your risk of compliance issues, but also reduces the anxiety for your managers and, and people like that who don't really know how to onboard an employee, who don't really know how to get them to the next step. So having those consistent processes in place and following the same practices for every employee as they get onboarded is, is critical in retaining your staff and, and keeping your, your employees happy. Great points, uh, Mary. One of the things I'd like to add to that, uh, because Mary made a very good point that with so many different rules based off of states, each state, those things are very important. And uh, with today's technology will, uh, with geospatial technology, will help ensure that the employees are having the right taxes withheld and paid for them and that the employer doesn't have to worry about that. Uh, that's one of the hardest things is try to figure out in some of these states that have a lot of locals and, uh, you know, city taxes where the employee lives, one corner of the house facing one direction will be a different city than if it faced the other corner. So, uh, you know, those things are very difficult and, you know, technology helps. And as Mary said, Hospitality has people everywhere. Mm -hmm. So that, that becomes a, you know, a real important thing. For sure. So from your experience, what role do compliance and legal considerations play in the payroll and HR strategies of hospitality businesses? Well, to, to kind of expand on what Melanie was just alluding to, um, they play a huge part um, because they are very complex. And, you know, unfortunately, if you don't get it right, then it can create a huge financial burden. It can create legal liabilities. Um, so, you know, you want to make sure that you're adhering to those policies. But, you know, having having the resources to make sure you're doing that can sometimes be difficult, especially when your margins are low. Um, you know, and you don't have a, a full administrative staff that, or corporate staff that's managing that. 
Um, but just looking at a couple of those things that you need to consider. First of all, you have the labor laws, just like uh, Melanie was was saying about the tax laws. Labor laws are very similar. You can have a different overtime rule in one property versus an overtime rule in another property, depending on their state or or locality. The same thing with minimum wage rules. Uh, and then, heaven forbid, you have actually a union that's in that uh, in that property. Then you've got even more complicated rules that you have to deal with. So that's one area that you have to consider when you're thinking about legal and 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 labor considerations, but also employee classifications. Um, sometimes you think we're talking about full-time versus part-time, but you're also talking about uh, salary versus non-salaried. Um, classifying those employees incorrectly can not only cause legal issues, but even um, you know, have an employee being a full-time employee when they're really part-time could create unnecessary benefit costs because you don't really want to offer a part-time employee benefits. But you know, getting them in a system incorrectly can create additional costs that you don't necessarily need. Um, and obviously, Melanie and I talked about this the other day, um, employee documents. When you have acquisitions happening and takeovers and you've got a filing cabinet with all your paperwork in there for employees, and then all of a sudden, you know, you uh, you have an acquisition or a takeover and then you get an unemployment claim. How do you get that documentation to to back up what you've what you've done with that employee? So having that electronic filing cabinet is super important. And um, you know, our technology allows you to do that. That the documentation follows uh, follows you wherever you go, and it doesn't necessarily stay with the employee. Great points, Mary. Uh, and also, you know, I would add one one more thing onto to you know some of the issues that we see across states. And I don't want to pick on California. But <laughs> any of the Let's employers that <laughs> any of anybody that's out in California knows that there are so many things there that are different. I mean, it's so different that it even has its own specialized HR certification. So that's how that's how these things can actually go and just get to be this big tangled ball of spaghetti. <laughs> Wow, I I knew California was complicated, but I did not know they had their own certification. So I learned my new thing for the day. Thank you so much, Melanie. Uh, You're very Mary, welcome. Yeah, um, Mary, how do employee scheduling, wage compliance, benefit administration, and employee engagement fall into the HR management strategy? Well, you know, we haven't really said this out loud, but I think what we're all trying to say here is that the main goal of any HR management strategy is employee retention. Because um, if you have employee retention, that means your employees are happy. And if your employees are happy, they create happy customers. So ultimately, that's the goal because then the customers come back. So every area that you mentioned is very important to employee retention, but we also have to remember we need to be cost effective. So you could keep all kinds of employees you want, but if you're paying four times as much as another property down the street, you're not going to stay in business even though you have happy, happy employees. So you know, you've got to find ways to manage all those areas um, while keeping your costs down and keeping the employees happy. So um, looking at some of the areas you, you mentioned, employee scheduling, um, you know, you've got to be able to collect data to schedule shifts appropriately. And um, if you don't have that data, then, you know, you can't do that. So I think M3 provides some great tools for, for predicting occupancy and scheduling those shifts and then allowing you to, to schedule them effectively. I mean, the problem is 
you know, you want to have enough people on the floor, but you don't want to have too many people on the floor. Um, you also don't want to have too few people on the floor. So, you know, all it becomes a very uh, slippery slope there. And I think the data tools that you have help you manage that as effectively as you can. Nothing's perfect, but um, but it'll get you pretty close. And then obviously benefits administration. Um, you know, that's not really just managing the benefits, which, you know, you've got to enroll them in carriers. You've got to do, uh, you know, make sure that they fill out their forms correctly, all those things, but also having a, a, an appropriate benefit package for, for your group of employees. And yes, it means health insurance and dental insurance and things like that, but also coming up with some some unique things that that may be more specifically uh, designed for for this this demographic, like maybe an on-demand pay um, pay tool. Um, Melly and I have seen how invasive that's become in this whole industry. People need to get paid right then and there. Um, you know, the economy has probably a lot to do with that, but it's, but once people get used to it, it becomes the norm instead of uh, something that's unusual. So we're seeing more and more of that. Um, you know, maybe even uh, employee discounts or deals on uh, you know, uh, perks that you can give them that don't really cost you as much as actually adding on a, a full benefit. Uh, and then another uh, tool that we've seen is employee uh, surveys, which help with employee engagement. Let you know um, if employees are happy taking their pulse to see if, uh, if you can predict some turnover or possibly even someone that's ready to be promoted. So, you know, all those things are really key to uh, to an HR management strategy, which ultimately is really just keeping your employees happy. Um, when you say, Melanie. I would I would agree with that, Mary. And along the benefits line, um, one of the things that a, a good solution should have in HR and payroll is a benefit statement. Hidden paycheck so that if. As Mary said, if somebody down the street is offering, let's say they're offering a dollar more an hour, but they don't offer benefits, a benefit statement can show them all of the pay, including the employer's benefits that they are receiving. Uh, so it's a really good thing to have those employee benefit statements as well. I would absolutely agree with that. You know, um, of course, you know, we at M3, we are ANOVA customers. And um, I know once a year, they send out those statements to us. And it is very eye-opening uh, to see exactly what my true benefits, how how much in dollars it actually is reflected. So um, those, those are huge. And, um, you know, just I mean, not only just, you know, as a benefit, you know, to the employer knowing, you know, exactly how much they are paying that that employee through, you know, dollars as well as benefits. But I mean, to the employee, I mean, not only is it just an eye opener, but um, it's a huge morale boost just to see, you know, they really care about me because they right. wouldn't do all this for me um, if they didn't. So. Yes, I, I love that aspect. So thank you for throwing that in there, Melanie. Sure, appreciate it. So what what about workforce planning and scheduling? How can hospitality businesses optimize their labor cost while meeting fluctuating customer demands? 
Mel, you want to you want to tackle that one first, or do you want me to? <laughs> okay, go ahead, Mary. Go ahead. Okay. I'll let well, you go I first. Start. <laughs> You're so generous. Um, well, <laughs> no. one thing I one thing I'll mention is that you know M3 uh, gives customers great tools to forecast their occupancy, um, which allows them to meet their scheduling needs. Um, you know, just meeting your scheduling needs is not the only task that you have to deal with. You also have to be mindful of overtime rules because, you know, you have to manage your labor costs while you're still meeting those customer demands. And I know that um, you know, even uh, our system integrates uh, with with M3 so that when that comes over, it comes over correctly for payroll. Um, you know, there's no calculating of overtime. Um, the systems really talk so that's very seamless to, to manage that. Great, Mary. And, uh, you know, one of the things too uh, in the planning and the scheduling that comes into play is we know in hospitality, uh, there are several positions that work different positions at times. And those positions pay different rates. So a system that is hospitality uh, centric will allow that and will easily track that and report it back on the labor reporting in accounting core, for example, yeah. M3's accounting core. That's a really good point. Um, having employees that can work and do various tasks um, becomes really critical, especially in your low low occupancy time when all of a sudden you get a, uh, a big boom that you're not expecting and you've got someone who can shift back and forth between between different jobs. That's a really good point, Melanie. Hospitality definitely works. Uh, they wear a lot of different hats, everybody. And I remember in my days in the hotel world, um, you know, saying that's not my job was uh, equivalent to a swear word. So yes. I, I, it's absolutely true. Every, it takes everybody and everybody doing everything uh, to make the wheels go round. So do either of you have any, and I know you do, have any success stories and examples of how effective payroll and HR practices have positively impacted hospitality businesses that you can share with us? Sure, and I'll take this one first, if you'd like. Go ahead. Uh, you know, absolutely, we've seen organizations save hours upon hours of time and improve their compliance with the proper use of technology. Uh, technologies help the GMs and managers get real-time data so they can manage their operations to profitability. I mean, after all, that's that's what they're there for. They're not there to do payroll or HR. So the easiest, easier we make that, the better it's going to be. And, you know, again, with hospitality-specific features, uh, like the handling of labor uh, between M3 and Anova Solutions, it's an 360. Uh, so, you know, and as Mary mentioned earlier too, the electronic onboarding means no more paper files uh, and everybody can access them. And then the mobile access is what's needed on the go too. Yep. So we see a lot of things in those areas uh, that help. Yeah, that's, uh, those are all very true. And uh, to give you some specifics um, and you uh, not to, not to toot anybody's horn, 
but uh, you know, we get very involved in our clients' um, you know, livelihood and, and what they're doing on a day-to-day basis. And as we mentioned earlier, um, acquisitions happen, happen frequently. So, you know, when, when you have a group that has to onboard, you know, 40 employees in a day, it can be very stressful for the corporate team. Um, and, you know, our team jumps in and helps them do that. We can onboard, you know, as many people as we need to. Uh, and if they need extra hands, our HR assist group can jump in and make sure that happens. And again, we already have processes built out so that it doesn't matter what state they're in. Um, all those uh, compliance issues are going to be handled properly. So uh, we've had that happen multiple times, and not only just with acquisitions, but also with takeovers, helping figure out what's the PTO payout. You know, what are those things that that need to occur um, on that last paycheck? So you know, all those things are are real life situations where I think, especially. Um, property management groups are faced with, uh, you know, with very different um, tasks when they have to do a lot of things at once um, over and over again. And the other thing you have to deal with is um, uh, different languages. So our system will manage uh, different languages depending on you, where your demographics are. And if you, the system needs to be in Spanish for some people versus English for others, we can help with that. Um, so, you know, it, it, we just try to really define what we're doing based on what the needs are. And I think that that relieves some of the anxiety of, uh, you know, the people in the corporate team who are trying to figure out how they're, they're going to get all these employees into the system and paid. Good awesome. points, Mary. Yeah, good points. I don't have anything to add to that, Mary. <laughs> Thank you so much. So now we're going to shift the conversation a little bit. We're going to look at, we're going to talk about uh, future trends, innovation, technology. So technology is advancing at such a rapid pace these days. So let's discuss emerging trends and innovations in payroll and HR management. Mary, you want to you wanna start us off there? How come I always get to go first? <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just kidding. Um, so yeah, a lot of the things we've been we've already spoken about, but just to kind of highlight those, um, one of the things I think is going to be uh, find its way into a lot of different aspects of HR and payroll is artificial intelligence. Um, I can see that becoming more and more prevalent every day. Um, but I think one of the things I see it really finding its way into rather quickly would be resume screening so that you can build in a, an algorithm. And I'm speaking way over my head here with algorithm, but you could build an algorithm so that it would go in and look for whatever type of, of skill set you need um, and match that candidate with with whatever job it is you're trying to feel Bill, I can see that, that that would be a pretty quick way that they would start to use um, artificial intelligence. Also, data analytics, we've talked uh, about that um, last few uh, few minutes, but I think that, that that will start to be used more when it comes to hiring decisions, not just um, looking at your labor costs. I mean, historically, we look at it for what are our costs, what are our margins, what are things like that. But in the future, I think we're going to look at it more to see um, what is the the show, what's the life of this employee? Is it time that this person will turn over? Um, are we ready to start hiring for this particular position? So I think we'll, we'll start to use those analytics in a more in-depth um, analytical way as opposed to just analyzing the current costs and things like that. 
Um, you know, real-time pay is going to be, you know, a big deal. Um, we already see it being a big deal. It's going to be an even bigger deal as it becomes the norm, as opposed to you know, something that's unusual for a company to have. Um, we've had clients really fight against that because they don't want they want their employees to plan better well yeah that would be great but unfortunately you've got to you've got to meet what your competitors are doing um and finally i do think employee surveys are probably going to become more and more important so you can get um, a pulse of what your workforce is feeling what they're thinking um you know, making changes rapidly based on what people are are um, it's kind of like instant gratification nowadays you know you get an email and people expect you to respond to it within 15 20 minutes it's the same way with employees you know they expect you to know that everybody's upset because you um, moved the suggestion box i don't know but but you know they're i think that that's becoming uh, more and more pervasive in everything we do the instant gratification thing so i think employee surveys will become more and more important Melanie, what do you, you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I think uh, in addition to the, uh, the AI, the analytics, artificial intelligence, I can tell you how important that is. Uh, just later on this week, I'm doing a presentation at a uh, statewide payroll uh, conference. And I can't believe how many subjects are on AI. Hmm. Uh, so, Keep your heads up and your eyes open because AI is here. Uh, and then one other thing that I think is is really good is having you know the 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 tools in the system talk to each other. So integrations, you're going to see more and more integrations because people aren't changing all their systems. Uh, so we're we're seeing an uh, uptick in that. And uh, that helps because it, again, creates efficiencies. But there is one thing that I think would be very helpful to the hospitality industry because a lot of them don't, don't have, uh, you know, uh, a, like a, a network uh, server and things, is, is the company hub that is within the system. That allows uh, a hospitality client to communicate with their employees and not actually uh, have to have uh, a server to do that because it's all built in the system. Uh, so you can share all kinds of information there. And in today's world with, with where we are, I barely go out to dinner and see very many people talking. They're on their cell phones. <laughs> so, you know, uh, as Mary said, instant gratification. That's right. <laughs> Guilty. So... What is the importance of staying updated with industry trends to stay competitive in the hospitality industry? Melanie, you want to go first? I think we used sure. To yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would tell you, you know, as we all know, there's always someone who's coming up with new ideas, new services, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and. In order to compete, you have to uh, offer those, and you have to offer offer them better. Uh, so you know it's fast, good, or great, and complete. Uh, so I I know that technology is changing the world, and it's changing it overnight, uh, and it's going to continue to do that. So 
you have to look at what the industry is doing and what kind of technology that takes. I know, you know, uh, Christy, you guys work with the uh, back office of the properties and, uh, you know, that that is uh, really critical, again, um, to, to getting that information and to staying competitive. Uh, you know, if your guy down the street is offering a free night, Every weekend, uh, you got to come off. You don't necessarily have to offer a free night, but you got to come up with something to compete with it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, Melanie hit the nail right on the head. Um, you know, you've got to stay competitive just to kind of highlight some areas where uh, I think the, the technology tools can 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 make that happen. Uh, you can look at operational efficiencies. Um, you know, they they can help you become more efficient. Uh, risk mitigation. You know, we keep you from from keep you in compliance. We keep you out of get out of trouble. Hopefully, um, anticipation of shifts. You know, making sure you know who how many people need to be on staff at certain times. Um, and finally, I think talent attra attraction, um, hiring people quickly and getting them onto the floor quickly is going to be super important. But you have to do all those things to stay competitive. And in this world, it's impossible to do it without proper technology. I would 100% agree, and I'm so jealous of all of the new technology that is out there for folks to take advantage of, because a million years ago, I was making schedules on Excel worksheets. <laughs> I was having to manually input, you know, payroll from those uh, clock in, you know, that they used to you buy them at Sam's and they record their time. Oh. My goodness, what a world we're living in. It's just awesome. And it's great to see how technology is being harnessed to improve efficiency and decision-making and payroll and HR. And Mary, you had um, mentioned compliance just brief briefly a second ago. Um, can we dive into that a little further and just talk about compliance and legal considerations um, and how vital they are to the payroll industry? And how does ANOVA help businesses navigate these complexities? Oh, goodness. Compliance and legal issues, they fall under both payroll and HR. Um, you know, it's not just one or the other. And I can tell you there are so many. We could be on here for another hour while I listed the ones I could think of. Um, just some that come to mind right off the bat. Um, payroll taxation rules, um, you know, terminated employee payout rules, uh, and of course, you know, union rules that might come into play. So, you know, there's all kinds of different things you have to manage when it comes to any employee really, but in, in the hospitality industry, it becomes even more complex because as we mentioned, you're usually functioning in different states and different localities. Um, you know, and again, even if you're in the same state, you may have a different rule in this locality versus this locality. So our technology really manages the taxation rules regardless of where an employee is located. So you, know, you can pretty much wipe that right off of the plate when you're starting to figure out, okay, what do I need to worry about? What's going to keep me up at night? Um, you don't really need an expert at every property. And then, of course, you've got our HR assist division. Um, that can work with clients to make sure we have proper policies in place for uh, for each property dependent on you know their their regulations and rules in that particular area. So you know our goal really is to understand these rules so you don't have to, um, and you can put more of your attention on the things that are customer facing and and the things that that the employees are going to see and that and the customers are going to see. Um, so that's that's really what we try to do for you. I agree, Mary. I don't have anything to add to that, Christy. Mary's doing a great job. That's why she's uh, going first. 
Well, Melanie, as you know, in the hospitality industry, employees classification can be quite complex. And you touched on this just a second ago. Um, how does ANOVA, in conjunction with M3, assist businesses in correctly classifying employees to ensure compliance? That's a very hard question. Uh, <laughs> as you can imagine, we are working based off of the information we have. But mm -hmm. we are not uh, the person that actually sees what they do and, and what they're doing and kind of the, the hierarchy there. But we can we're, we can really look at it and we know certain positions, you know, they're hourly. Uh, others you think might be uh, hourly, but they're salary, but they still get overtime. Mm -hmm. um, so that classification is very important from that standpoint, but also for things like workers' comp insurance. If you don't classify them right and get them in the right uh, jobs, uh, it's it's going to be a nightmare in workers' comp, and it could cost a lot of money uh, at the end of the year if you don't have a, a program that is a is a pay as you pay, if you will. So each payroll, the calculations on uh, uh, the workers' comp codes are done based on uh, the hours worked where in that particular payroll and calculated. And that can be sent to uh, the workers' comp broker who can then uh, take care of getting that posted to the account. And it really reduces a lot of, lot of uh, legwork and pain and upfront payments for things like that. So we have a lot of things built uh, within the system, but there are some, uh, you know, we can help with all kinds of, as Mary said, HR assistance, uh, not, not just for folks who don't have an HR person, but for folks who do, and that HR person is very, very overworked and needs some help with some of the day-to-day -day stuff. Right. So, you know, I think that that is uh, really, uh, really the future. Uh, Mary does a, uh, her team does a great job uh, helping the uh, GMs, property managers, uh, you know, those kinds of things with helping with these kinds of things. Yeah. Now, one thing I'll add to that, um, uh, Melanie's right. I mean, even if you do have an HR person on staff, um, you know, sometimes they're, they're tasked with doing administrative things that they don't necessarily have the time to do, and our team can take that those tasks off of their plate. But as far as um, utilizing our team to help with misclassification because it can be super expensive at the at the end of the day if you have someone incorrectly classified. Um, we use what we call job settings um, because we do know the industry very very well, and we try to. Of course, you know it's ultimately your company, and you can do what you want to do. But our goal is to mitigate your risk and to tell you what we think is the correct thing to do if you're using our HR services. Um, and we build in workflow and HR actions, so approvals are out there for different things, and changes happen seamlessly. For instance, let's say you've got a housekeeper who is an hourly position who then gets promoted to an executive housekeeper, which is theoretically a, a salary position. So lots of things have to happen between this, this job and this job and the way we set up the system for you, all those things really happen 
very seamlessly without any um, any real interference on your part with the system managing a lot of that. I say system, but you know we really kind of build all that out so that it knows how to handle those things. So it's really important, and the integration between M3 and ANOVA really makes sure that even when those an employee clocks into a different type of, of position, Things could be handled, even overtime could be handled, shift can be handled differently. So, so it's it's very interesting the way the whole thing works, and and we really try and keep you in compliance with that. Brilliant. So I know earlier in the conversation, we all agreed that data is king, right? It used to be cash is king, but in today's <laughs> world, data data just translates into cash, right? So how does ANOVA Payroll utilize data analytics to provide businesses with valuable insights and drive better decision making. Uh, let's see, who do you want to go first on that one? Melanie, how about you? <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, thanks, Mary. <laughs> no, that's okay. Uh, but, uh, you know, there are um, a lot of things that you can actually track and get good data uh, analysis out of it and analytics. Uh, typically, uh, or you should be able to set up analytics on virtually anything that you want to set up in the system to track. So, you know, you might want to track turnover. Uh, you might want to track overtime. You might want to track, you know, uh, things that impact the manager. Uh, you know, for example, he's got a lot of turnover. You can share that with him where that's happening. So he may have, you know, he may have a uh, a leader that's uh, not as as people oriented as they need to be. So it helps them get some coaching and and do the right thing. And it is again, as I said before, an informed decision. Um, where in the past it's been a lot of guesswork, uh, you know, and and trend. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. Uh, and I do think also what's kind of unique about the system is is the way you use data analytics is very dependent on the client size sometimes and their need. Um, you know, if you have th three properties, your needs are going to be far different than if you have 17 or 20 properties. So, but ultimately, regardless of the size, you can still get the same data out of the system and use it however you need to. So virtually any any screen that you can come up with can be converted to a chart and that chart can then be <clears throat> interpreted by your CFO or your, um, you know, or your uh, accountant or whoever it is that, that needs that data. Um, a couple of things that, that I find very interesting in this changing world is that HR people are now uh, deemed technology experts because they have to learn how to use technology to do all these things and to get all this data when really they're used to onboarding employees and making them feel good and making sure everybody's happy. And now all of a sudden they're, they've been tasked with doing data analytics. So one of the great things that we offer is a team that can help you with that. So you don't necessarily have to have an, an HR technology expert on staff. You can have us be that expert and we can help you create those charts. We can help you, um, you know, get that data that you need out out of the system. A great example, we have a client that um, their CEO, excuse me, every uh, every year wants the same report. And this report is very convoluted and very uh, complex. And it takes all this different data into this report that comes up with a final number of costs for every single employee. And um, 
once we figured out what that report was, we put it on our schedule so that now we're into our third or fourth year being his HR assistance team. And he now gets that report every February, every Feb February without even having to ask for it. And he loves it. And now all of a sudden he says, OK, well, can we put it into a chart now so that I can see how this correlates with this? So the spreadsheet wasn't enough for him. Now he gets it in a chart. Um, but again, it's it's just interesting the things that you can pull from the system and also the the requirements now of, of someone who's managing that data for you. Um, you know, it's, it's basically like you have to have a technology degree and an HR degree. <laughs> well, that's Points, Mary. <laughs> and one I'm thing is, a, state, uh, a statement is that a picture's worth a thousand words, and that's what Mary's talking about with the mm -hmm. analytics becoming charts. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah, insight. Um, our business intelligence tool, it has just rocketed this year. Uh, people want more visuals and graphs and to be able to see a visual representation of hours and dollars and all of those different metrics. So yeah, you are spot on with that. So we're going to wrap things up here. I just have one final question for each of you. Um, so Melanie, what advice would you give to hospitality businesses looking to enhance their payroll and HR strategies? That's a very good question, Christy. I would say that they, they need to have uh, someone that can help them navigate that process, but they also uh, need to have, uh, you know, good systems. They need to look at their competition, to stay up and see what they're doing. But one thing that people, uh, that is not really on people's list a, a lot of the time is watch your employees. What are they doing? How are they using tools? Uh, you know, take ideas and suggestions from them because most of the time those guys are gonna be the ones ruling the technology going forward. Perfect, and Mary, what do you see as the future of payroll and HR management in the hospitality industry? Oh, goodness. Well, you know, the hospitality industry is is unique, but not unique because, you know, they're dealing with the same issues that the rest of the world is dealing with. They're dealing with, um, you know, increased regulations, decreased margins and, you know, workforce that that is very uh fluid um you know and less loyal than they used to be so i think managing this these issues um the hospitality industry as well as the rest of the world is going to become more and more dependent on not just technology but also outsourcing um you know to do all the things we've talked about on this this podcast uh, a property management group would need to hire an hr manager a payroll manager and a tax manager and possibly even an IT person, you know, it just depends on, on how, how big they are. So, you know, you can outsource these functions by using a group like us and like M3, and all of a sudden you've freed up a lot of money to go out and hire a more experienced general manager or a more experienced housekeeper. Um, so I think more and more, um, industries are going to turn to outsourcing to, they're going to turn to technology they're going to use the tools that they can that they can have at a fraction of a cost to help them manage the the people and the data and the trends so that they can become you know be more successful and more profitable and and more um uh you know, genuine with their with their clients and and their customers so i think that's the trend we'll see 
Well, I can tell you from my perspective and inside sales, um, I have definitely seen an uptick in outsourcing on the accounting side. Um, so I would concur with um, your vision there. So for sure, ladies, it has been my utmost pleasure to speak with both of you today. Melanie, it is always a, a wonderful time getting to chat with you. So I appreciate you taking a time out. Mary, I appreciate you taking a time out to chat with me. Um, is there any questions I can answer for you? No, I think I'm no, good. I, no, I know you guys have got some good new things that are on the horizon. So I can't wait to see them. I know yeah. we're working on some additional integrations together. So again, <laughs> systems talking to one another behind the we're scenes, taking, the client. We're taking the, client, the work out it. of work. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And it's always a pleasure to, to talk with you too, Christy. And, you know, I just love the M3 gang and uh, I've known them for 20 plus years. So they're like family. <laughs> I think y'all are our longest running partner. Y'all may have been our very first partner. Probably because wow. I remember. Probably. Yeah, I remember back in the late 90s. We started well, ladies, the relationship. I'm, I'm just yeah. not that old, ladies. So I don't know what y'all are talking about. <laughs> hey, Mary, we're like fine wine, you know? We just sit there and age and get better and more right. expensive. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. And that concludes our insightful discussion on the invaluable best practices and strategies in payroll and HR management, tailored specifically for the hospitality industry. We would like to extend our gratitude to our dedicated host, Christy Ingram, and our exceptional experts from Inova Payroll, Melanie Crow and Mary Leverage, for shedding light on the most effective approaches to revolutionize payroll and HR operations. Remember, efficient payroll and HR practices are crucial for the success of hospitality businesses. And technology plays a vital role in streamlining these processes. From compliance and legal considerations, workforce planning, scheduling, employee engagement, and beyond. Our experts have shared their expertise and highlighted the importance of staying updated with industry trends. We hope you found this episode of M3 Minutes both informative and inspiring. If you have any questions or would like to explore the topics further, feel free to reach out to our guest at Anova Payroll or visit our website for additional resources. Thank you for joining us on M3 Minutes, the podcast where we explore the latest trends, strategies, and topics in hospitality. Stay tuned for more exciting episodes, and until next time, take care and thrive in the world of hospitality.